following episode contains material that may be harmful or traumatizing to some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey. Hey, you're now listening to So You Were Saying? With Dora and Lex. Tune in every Friday for the latest episode. Hey, hey, guys. Hey. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of So You Were Saying with your host, Dora. And myself. Anyways. Lord. <laughs> y'all, it is a rough, rough night. I know we don't lie to y'all, so it's a rough night for myself. I, don't, I can't really speak for Dora, but for myself, it's been a rough day, rough night. And it was a wonderful day for me. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the energy was sucked away. No, I'm she just came joking. here with me and was like, girl, I'm just like, listen. No, we just had a conversation. It was a rough conversation. I mean, like I said, we're friends, but every conversation that we have is not always the nicest one. And sometimes we just are don't in agree. corners. We don't agree, and but fun. we agree to disagree. <laughs> Oh no, we're I'm not agreeing to disagree with you. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not agreeing to disagree with you. On this topic? Oh no, no. This topic we agree on. Oh, I was like, what are we talking about? Oh no, no. I was talking about the conversation before. No, I just don't agree. Or not that I don't agree. I just No, you don't agree. You no, used, no, 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 you no, made no. your stance. It's not that I don't agree. You made your stance. It's stick not by that it. I don't agree. It's that I don't take it as deeply as you take it. You know what? That's a topic for another day. Not today. Today's topic is your parents ruined you, which is slightly into the other topic that we were talking about. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, we all messed up today. Yeah. So what we mean by your, what I mean by your parents ruined you, because let me speak for myself, right? I'm in my own corner over here today. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> they can hear the shade. Shady <laughs> It's Yes, shady boots for sure. Um, anyways, what I mean by that is as an adult, a lot of times people will blame their parents for how they are. Whether that's, they never want to, you know, really give credit when it's, when it's positive. But when it's negative, mostly, they blame their parents for how they are. And I'm just so tired of adults not taking responsibility for their actions. Um, as a child, you can blame your parents. That's fine because, well, you're a child. And your parents are your parents and technically you just kind of follow follow suit, right? Um, which goes into the conversation that we had earlier. But it's funny how you all of a sudden agreed with me that on that statement. Here. I don't agree with you per se. I just don't think that I feel like I'm not saying that you agree with my statement, but that statement that you just made of okay, you're a child and you just follow suit. Yeah, you follow suit. Right. I still think that children should have their own what's the like independence and choice in who they become and who they are and who they choose to be as children. And as I explained before, I'm not saying that you cannot have that. I'm just saying that there should there be a foundation that is given. Okay, but your That's foundation that you keep trying to say is a foundation is not the foundation for every person in the world. I'm not saying that it's the and foundation. And it doesn't make for like your foundation is not the the golden goose is what I'm saying. That was my point. I'm, I've never said that I'm the golden goose. That's what you, how you perceive it. That's basically what you said is like, yeah. oh, no, I said a, children need a foundation of respect. Okay. Yeah, they do. But your level of respect and what you find respectful or disrespectful is not the same as what the next person is going to find respectful or disrespectful. That's it's fine. just not the same. 
So children have foundations. They might not be your foundations, but they're foundations. Okay. Anyways, continuing with what we were saying. What was I saying? You were talking about the accountability of an adult or having accountability when you're an adult. Ah, yes. Accountability as an adult. Basically, there comes a time in your life where you have to take control of your life and kind of just choose who you want to be, right? You no longer have to be who your parents molded you to be. You have a choice to be who you want to be. And you also have the responsibility to yourself to heal the things that are bothersome to you from your childhood. Chime in at any moment. No, I will give my opinion. I'm just trying to see where you're developing. Because again, this topic, I mean, yes, I I do completely agree with the whole accountability thing. I think, you know, it doesn't matter what your past is at a certain point. Once you're an adult, you have to take that journey or you should not that you have to because everybody chooses to do what they want to do. Thank you. Right. Um, It's more of you should take that journey of being self-aware. And then that part of that journey is deciphering what traumas existed or might have happened in your childhood that might be projecting onto your future self right? or your present self or your present self. Right. Um, but in essence, hindering you from being able to grow out of those um, situations. Right. If growth is what you're looking for. So that's another thing, too. It's like not everybody's going to go through a, uh, the growth or evolution stage of their life if they don't see anything wrong with who they are and not that who you are, if you're different than who I am or who the next person is makes you who you are wrong. However, if there's something in your life that you want to attain and the only thing blocking you from getting that is something from your past, then you might want to think about fixing that. That that's my point of it all. It's like, if you're okay with who you are as a person, stay who you are. If it's not bringing any problems into your life, stay who you are. If it's not hindering you from moving forward into something that you want to, stay who you are. However, speaking to the people who have issues and it's blocking the blessings that they're trying to get to and the blocking is something that happened in your past, stop blaming your parents. Oh, but it's because I was raised like this. Oh, it's because my mom did this or my dad did that. Oh, it's because, you know, my sister used to do this to me or my brother used to do this to me as a kid. <sighs> I'm sorry to sound so harsh when I'm about to say this, but oh, well. Grow up. You are now an adult. It is now your responsibility to yourself and to the things that you want to accomplish to fix the issues. What I mean by that is, all right. Ooh, how do I go with? Ooh, all right. Um, for example, right. My mom, by the way, just FYI, for those of you listening and who may know me or my mother or whatever the case may be, I have full permission to have these types of conversations. I spoke with my mother prior to having this episode recorded. Actually, that's what took us so long to have this episode because it was just certain things that I wasn't sure were going to be okay to discuss, but I have full clearance. So, now, let's get into it. My mom um, wasn't as present as I would have wanted her to be as a child. And for the longest times, I was angry about that. I was also very angry that I felt like my mom was choosing men over me. I was very angry that 
my mom would disappear for, you know, whatever amount of time she would disappear for. However, what I also didn't, or I knew as a kid, but I didn't understand then that I understand now is my mom was also, I don't know if it was raped or molested that I'm, I can't remember. Maybe both. I want to say it was rape. I don't know. That one I'd have to confirm with her on. But there was uh, some sort of sexual assault. It was some sort of sexual assault, right? And she didn't heal from that. And she was never given the space to heal from that as a, a child or as a teenager. She wasn't taught how to deal with that, she wasn't taught how to cope. Um, and then she became a mom and it was just kind of like, okay, she made a choice to be a mother. She got pregnant. She got pregnant, you know, with my older sister Then she got pregnant with me. Um, and she, she just didn't know how to be the type of mother that was around. And for, it bothered me so long and it, it caused so many problems for myself. Right. And I blamed her for that. And I was angry. I was so angry all the time that it caught like I became a freaking alcoholic like I wish I was joking with you guys but guys I was drinking when I was like 12 bro like this is I was an alcoholic by 15 it was disgusting people didn't know a lot of people didn't know I would go to school I was basically a straight-a student I I didn't I mean I had problems in school but a lot of the times that I had problems in school it was it was mostly because I wanted attention and guess what my mom showed up for to beat my behind. She showed up for that. So, hey, let's get in trouble in school because I need my mother to come and actually, you know, be present. But my mother didn't know how to be a specific type of mother because she, well, one, she didn't have a specific type of mother. And then two, she had a lot of traumas that she, that she never healed from. And she would disappear for times. And it wasn't until a recent conversation that we had where she basically said, like, I didn't know how to deal with the fact that I was raped and the fact that, you know, these things happened to me. And the only way that I could do that was to disappear. And she, she, I don't know, for some reason after having that conversation, I wasn't upset with her anymore. But a, lo a long time ago, I want to say not a long time ago, but like a couple years ago, I tried my hardest. I made a choice to stop being as angry as I was because it was hindering my life. It was causing me to be a person that I didn't want to be. Oh, my God. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> Yo, I'm so emotional today. I cannot cry right now. It's a moment. I, can't, I told y'all it's a rough day. <sighs> That's why you're, like, chiming. I was like, sis, this is your story. I don't know. I just get so upset when people are constantly blaming their parents. Because... A couple of years ago, I made a choice. Oh, stop crying. <laughs> Just take a breath. And we're not cutting this out because that's exactly what you said last time. I hate time. you. I love <sighs> you too. Hate is such a strong word. I can't stand you. All right. I made a choice to stop being as angry as I was because in my head at that time, my mom was not going to change. For the longest time, my mom, she would never admit to anything that she did wrong with us. 
she would get so defensive. She was just, she was always angry. So, God, I hope my mother doesn't even hear this episode. I I have something to chime in, but I'm not sure. Go ahead. I can't. I can't even talk right now. No, I mean, I think the reaction that you're having now after having the conversation with your mother is because of the fact that you now in some way feel not I don't want to say guilty or bad it's more of just you feel like you were a bit harsh on her because of what she experienced right I would and and that's what I'm saying I don't know how much you want to divulge in this whole situation but I think you know exactly where I'm referencing yeah go ahead you can and and again I think it has to do with that and again I it's not my place or whatnot but I think the the reason why you're having this reaction from me knowing you is because you feel like you were very harsh on her and you were very like, because again, you didn't have all of the details and you can't blame yourself for that. You didn't know. Again, one of the things that when we first tried to record this, I stated our parents, when they were raising us, were also raising themselves. They were growing up as we were growing up. Especially when you have kids young. Right. My mom had us young. She was, I think, 16 with my sister, 18 with me, if I'm not mistaken. Y'all, I can't do math right now because I can barely speak, but somewhere along. My mother is not old. Right. I put it to you that way. You know, she she just didn't know any better. <laughs> she didn't know any better. She did the best she could with what she had for herself. Um, but I didn't I didn't know that back then. And I also, I was very, like I said, I made a choice a couple years ago to stop being so angry with my mom because I needed to be better. I need, I wanted to be a better person. And the anger that I had for her was, it was keeping me still in life. Um, and I just didn't want that anymore, right? I just decided, hey, I'm a big girl now, you know? Let me put my big girl pants on and figure it out. Like, who do I want to be, right? For the longest time, I was just who I was because of what life had given me growing up. And there's only so far that you can take that excuse. Like, as adults, it's like, yo, you, it's your life. It's your life. Like, nobody, your parents aren't living it for you. Your siblings aren't living it for you. Your friends aren't living it for you. You have to decide, one, who you want to be. Because like I said, if you're okay with who you are and it's not hindering anything that you want to do in your life, by all means, continue living your best life. Um, but if it's a problem in what you want to accomplish in life, then you can't keep using the excuse that this happened to me as a kid and this is why I'm going to keep doing this. Another, God, I'm going to give a, oh, <laughs> uh, into that same, you know, thing is my own situation where I was then sexually abused growing up. And for the longest time, I allowed that con- to control my life. And I definitely didn't know how to deal with that. And I just would drink and I would eat and I would drink and I would eat. And it 
like it came to a point where the, it was causing problems in my life. So I made a choice to not drink so much. I mean, I still, still I socially drink now, but back then, y'all, it was it was bad. I'm talking about blackout drunk, didn't know where I was, didn't know how I was getting home, 4 a.m. cab rides because I had to call my father. Like, I don't know where I'm at. But it's not the person that I wanted to be. So I, I made a choice, right? Um, and I just feel like people, adults, need to stop using the excuse that because my parents raised me this way or because, you know, I experienced this in my life that I'm going to continue to be this person. Whether that's, you know, professionalism, relationships, just being a decent human being. It's just you are grown. You get to choose who you want to be. You do not have to be the victim in your story. You do not have to be the... God, I'm shaking right now. Like, I am shaking. I just don't feel like I need to say anything. (laughs) I feel like, no, it's not that I don't feel like I need to say anything. It's just, I feel like this is just something that is so, especially just because of every conversation that we've had just before. I think this is useless. And again, I'm here to morally support you because obviously I know the all the ins and outs of everything. But I think this is a story that needs to be told by you. I don't think that anything in particular, like, and it's so funny that it resonates. I didn't grow up in that life. I don't know what that feels like. I have a completely different perspective um, that at times I think you, not that I think you've said it. I may not be as... um, Again, we're we're very direct as friends. So maybe at times I haven't been as kind to that part of your life. And partially it's because I haven't lived it. And the other part is because I've always been the one to want to push you past it. Because, again, if we throw it back, <laughs> when I first... <laughs> We throw way, way back, um, <laughs> you know, the when we first met in the facility, that was towards the kind of end of the spiral of the drinking. And yeah. that's when it was like hitting, like at that point, it was starting to hit rock bottom. Oh, that was my rock bottom. Oh, okay. That that was my rock bottom. Okay. That was the 4 a.m., you okay. know, hey, I don't know where I'm at right. and I don't know who I'm waking up right. next to. And right. I, I just need to get my life together because... I can't even go to sleep without alcohol. Like, I need to get my life together. So I just, and again, I didn't know much information at that point in time. I just remember certain conversations in the famous office, (laughs) in the famous office of, you know, being told, you know, this is what I experienced. This is what it is. And I just, I can't even tell you what was spoken at that point in time. But it was just, I just remember more of the feelings. I didn't know. But I always just felt like I'm like, damn, like this girl needs love. Like, I'm sorry <laughs> that you weren't given that. Like, and again, this, this is no judgment towards anyone because. To people's parents. Right. To people's parenting, <laughs> please. Um, but it, it, it's just I've always just seen it that way. And that's just because 
of how I was raised and within my household, I had the, you, I guess you could say the extreme opposite. Right. I had the, I was raised by the extreme opposite. So for me, I just, I don't, I don't feel like I have any street cred to speak on this topic. I mean, there's definitely things that you can, that you can also, even with being the way that you're raised, I feel like there's still value that you can give to this topic because there are definitely things that your parents have influenced on you that may or may not be your biggest uh, asset. I'll use that word because I don't really know how to explain it. I mean, yes, no. And, and like I said, for me, I had to take the journey differently. I mean, I was raised in a very strict household and, you know, foundation for us was very, very important. It was something that my mother made sure, again, where your mother was a very young parent, my mother was an older parent. So my mother came in with a lot of, um, I guess, life experience backslash wisdom of life of just experiences that she had gone through that she brought into her parenting. So it's just, it's it's slightly different because my mom, you know, wasn't a child when she had a child, where in essence, your mom at 16, 18, I don't care who you are, that to me is a child, <laughs> having a child. So the the growing up was a lot more. My, my mom evolved at, and, you know, and my parents evolved as parents and they grew up in that sense. Yeah. But what they brought to the table was a, a deep foundation of what it was. Right. You know, so it, it's a little bit different. And like I said, I mean, there's. There's always projections that parents have. Right. Right. So, it, you know, it doesn't necessarily like I didn't have the same situation like what you had where, you know, it was necessarily unresolved traumas in the. I guess. For. The things that I've noticed is more of projections onto me right. of insecurities. Yes. Right. So that's how it reflected in my life. So there were certain insecurities that my mother might have had, you know, just because, again, I am the child, first generation immigrant, not knowing the language, being fearful, coming into a country, you know, like there's many things, you know, not having the stability that, you know, of being born here, um, when my parents decided to have me, they had come up to a different level where financially they were doing okay, but it wasn't anything 100% permanent. There's a whole struggle of getting, you know, gaining documentation in this country that I came across, which again has its own certain projections in itself. Um, yeah, that's like a whole different and thing. Again. And that that makes me a very specific creature in its own, because when it comes to and any of my immigrant children um, and, you know, children of immigrants, first generation here specifically. There is and uh, and also Catholics, <laughs> there is that level of Catholic guilt that goes with everything. Right. It's just we came to this country. We fought for you. We did this. We achieved X, Y, Z in the third. I didn't give up my whole life in my country for you to not be no one. So that projection in itself resonates heavy on everything that we do. That's my take on your parents' dinner room. 
<laughs> so in in a sense that's what i that's what i had to overcome and understand what the what i was going to accept as success as accomplishments what cuz that's just different it's just different for those brown latino afro latino caribbean children it is and again it's just you have to she's crying too by the way you guys i'm not the only one crying over here okay just so y'all know we all have tears over here it's been an emotional day (laughs) it's just it's funny because the conversation that we had prior to all of this there was a statement that Lex said that said, children need to be allowed to be children and not many adults. And it's funny because I'm like, yes, no, there has to be foundation, blah, blah, blah. But in this sense, I understand that statement. In this, in this particular topic, when and it I'm comes to... I'm going to stick beside it. I'm going to stick beside it. Was I mean, it doesn't... <laughs> right. It, not in everything, but in, in, in children, first generation. And again, it's different when you're, and, the, and I keep focusing on first generation because it's so pivotal because it's like mom and dad didn't speak the language. Mom and dad didn't have anybody to anchor. Mom and dad are literally the first roots in this soil right. to be able to attain something. So then you're the next hop skip and you're like, okay, batter up. It's you. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, but I feel like with any first, child whether it comes from an immigrant family or not they're always affected the most well like, it's, it's it's just they they hold a different uh it's this different sense of responsibility it's just yeah you sense start, of responsibility right and and yes you and this is why you know children born of certain um i guess uh orders or what do you call that there's a better word for that but whatever so basically the eldest the middle right. the baby all have different perspectives um, and have different and approaches. It's crazy. Towards it's, it's crazy it's, how as kids, like mm-hmm. as adults, now that I have conversations with my siblings, it's always like, well, wait, what? That's what you that's what you took from that. Right. That's not what I took from that, because this is right. what was happening. You know, I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> well, <laughs> because a lot happening. of the time when you're speaking of the eldest. We were the ones that were built to be self-sufficient and to take care of, to take so, care of. So mm-hmm. the responsibility that was held is a lot higher because I needed to know, like, for example, like things that are minor, like translating for my parents at five, six, seven, right. Calling in doctors, you know? And again, I think this is something that I will do with my own kids just because I want them to be articulate and I want them to have that confidence and be able to speak to whomever and just be like, you know, be able to get on the phone and be like, excuse me, I need my doctor's appointment. Does Monday work for you? <laughs> you know, it's just like, I just want my kids to have that confidence where they feel like they can tackle the world and it's going to be okay. Because right. in a sense, because I had to do those things and I was exposed to those things, I, you know, have a different take. I have a certain confidence with certain things. And I think, I thank my parents for that. You're also a mini adult. I was, I no, again, I, yes, in certain things, but I don't want to say that I didn't have a childhood. I definitely did. But I was one of those aware children because, again, being of parent, you know, of immigrant parents, you were you had you you were conscious of everything that was going around. 
So you understood the value of money. You understood when rent was paid. You understood. But those are values things... I feel like children should understand anyway, just because they're going to be needed in a day to day life. However, the the for me, it's all about an age appropriate approach. That is. Yes. Right. But the way when you're living the way that you were and that like, well, not you, but people of, right. of uh, immigrant families. Right. Uh, whatever. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, it's not age appropriate. It's kind of just like, listen, this is what needs to get done. And I need you to handle it. And this is what I'm going to show you. Right. Because sometimes it, a lot of it is based on necessity. Right. So it's just like they don't eat. These, and this is where I want to be clear. It's just like, and this is why you kind of have to, if you choose to do and take that self journey um, ride or evolution, like you do so because you want to release certain things. Because sometimes you're like, oh, why couldn't I do that? You know? Why couldn't why can't I go to Susie Q's house for a uh you know a sleepover? We couldn't do that. Or why? I mean, whoo, child, that was like a whole different story. Right. But but what I'm saying is these are all these situations all existed because of projections that your your your, our, your parents, parents right. our parents had on us, right? Right. For different reasons. You know, you weren't allowed obviously that might have been very triggering for your mother because of the whole sexual assault past. But you know, know it's great. And that's what and that's another thing too. Oh god, you know what? I don't even want to go off topic. Never mind, scratch that. Continue, because <laughs> I feel like that's gonna take us off topic. It's gonna be a whole right. But y'all, <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, so that's that's one of the things. Like for my parents, it wasn't, you know, my parents didn't go through that. But for them, it was a cultural thing, mm-hmm. like not understanding what the American culture was. I didn't understand what canned foods were until I became an adult. People are like mind blown, but like realistically, we didn't really use that like canned foods what we thought were like canned foods were like canned vegetables right and people are like no we're talking about Campbell's I'm like Campbell's <laughs> Campbell's soup <laughs> right ravioli ravioli what's like, that right or um I don't even know I don't even know these names like that but like <laughs> you know like Kraft mac and cheese stuff like that like things that are typically I guess I will American- say in a, in a in a very Hispanic household I do appreciate a home-cooked meal bro like, right. It's just how we were. Ramen, that, ramen ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> but but to us that, you know, like, but that makes a big difference. But again, it's a projection because from what they know to be home, that's what it is. I always joke around and I always tell my mom, I'm like, you had us living in little Peru. I grew up in <laughs> Peru, people. And like sometimes people say things and they're like, did you grow up here? I'm like, I did. But y'all don't know my parents. <laughs> I was like, I grew up in Peru, you yeah. know, for all intents and purposes. So, again, my point to this is I had to, those projections of how much, quote unquote, responsibility or worry. And trust me, my parents tried not to project that. However, realistically, given the circumstances of everything, it just happens. I had to release that fear because if not it was going to block all of my blessings going forward I had to come to terms with that because if not every step that I took was going to be with a don't get me wrong I am a planner type but that's also part of the projection that was given like I always understood that it was important to plan and plan again and plan again. You know, you have an A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Backup plan. Backup plan for <laughs> anything. Because you just, 
it's not that you didn't know, but it's just, it's weird. It, it, it's almost like to say, like, it's not that this is your country or, like, anybody's going to kick you out, but it's kind of like that. Oh, it's, that's how I know that feeling all too well. I won't get into how I know that feeling, but I know that feeling all it's too just, well. It's just, that's just kind of like, yeah. It's kind of like you just well, have to actually, be prepared. That, I guess I could get into that, too, because that's definitely another... You know, aspect aspect of your parents ruined you. (laughs) It's just like, but I mean, I don't want to keep dragging this out with too many examples, but I do want to point out one thing too before, because I don't want my mother to hear this episode and think like, oh my God, you never like talk about your father. Let me tell you something. My father is far from perfect. My father was a horrible parent in the beginning too. Like it just is what it is. He definitely uh, was, he was present, but he was very... My father had a drinking problem. My father had a hands problem. Like, my father just had a couple problems. That definitely um, caused traumas down the line. However, I, a lot of people see, if you see me on social media, a lot of people will notice that I have a very close relationship with my father. It is not because my father is perfect. It is not because we've always, you know, just been two peas in a pod. It's just my... I forgave my father a long time ago um, because my father just took, he just admitted to his wrongdoings. Like, he was just like, yeah, I was a crap, you know, whatever. And I'm sorry. Like, what are we going to do about it right now? And it's kind of, like, no, but if you, <laughs> right. know, if you know my father, then that's just, it's like, all right, what do you want to do? Like, right. you know. So he, don't get me wrong. Like, me and my father, we had our things. Hell, we still have our things. Like, we do not always, I mean, you never see eye to eye with anyone in the world other than yourself. But, um, like, realistically, we have our issues as a father-daughter. We just handle it better. I handle it better with my father um, because I stopped being angry with him a long time ago. And on top of that, he wasn't the person that I was living with. My mother was, so she got a lot of the heat. Like, I wasn't there to see all of my dad's flaws after a certain point. He was flawed doing his own thing that I couldn't see. So it didn't really matter to me. But my mother, I'm living with her and I see everything. And like all her flaws as a parent were like broadcasted in my life. So I held a lot more anger towards her for such a long time. Um, But I mean, this whole episode is really just basically saying like, guys, you have to take responsibility for who you want to be. Like, you are not your parents. You're not your parents. You're not their traumas. You're not their bad parenting or even their good parenting. You're not their characteristics. You're not their language. You're not any of the things that your parents are other than who you choose to be. If you choose to be what your parents were and how they raised you to be, then that's your choice. Like, but you have to, you have to take accountability for your own actions. You have to really just ask yourself what you want in your life especially in your relationships with people. Like, if you want to be sitting with people who are... God, this is going to go back to what you were saying. But anyways, uh, I believe in... (laughs) Like, this is where... Because, you know, we had a conversation earlier, like, like we told you guys, but I believe in not refraining from cursing too much, right? I'm a very... I guess you can call me a vulgar individual. You guys won't hear on the podcast, but if you know me in person, I curse like a sailor. Um, but, you know, there are other people who won't. 
if you want to sit with the won't type of people, you can't be that person. But if you want to sit with the people who don't care that you curse, then curse. You just got to pick and choose. You just got to know where you want to be at in the world and be that person. Um, If you know that you want to be in a relationship with somebody and that person, you know, is... God, help me out here. Because I'm trying to say something without saying something. So I need you. I know you know what I'm talking about. So just chime in a little bit. I I just want to know where you're going with this because I feel like it's just going to come on to you. <laughs> <laughs> End up being, Dora, you're so snobby. <laughs> oh, but you are snobby. But it is what it is. It's just, no, I'm. Uh, it's not. Oh, God. She's I don't want to get into that conversation because it goes just back in circles. It's not that. It's just, again, choose where you want to be and stick to it. Just understand whatever you choose to be in life, it's going to be based on the decisions that you've made and no one else's. Right. Meaning because, that you need therapy, go to therapy, bro. Right. So point blank period. I think people should be autonomous. Choose what you choose, but understand that there's certain consequences with living a certain lifestyle. There's a certain consequences with living any lifestyle. You just have to be okay with that. But if those consequences end up being negative consequences, negative consequences. Wow. Tongue twister. <laughs> You need to be okay with that and own up to it and not then flip the script and say, guess what? It's because of X, Y, Z, and the third that happened in the past. No. At once you are of a certain age, again, and this goes back to the conversation that Lex and I were having, and this is why I'm saying our parents give us a foundation. You then choose what you want to do with that foundation, whether you're going to fly, sink, or sail. That's up to you. You go from there. And that's whether you were given a good foundation or a bad foundation or whether you think your foundation is top of the line or classless. Okay, because at the end of the day, if it's the latter, classless, (laughs) if it's the latter, then you can always flip and script, flip and switch the script. If it's top of the line, then you can go ahead and exude that and then procreate and then keep going that because you understand that you are not on this life alone. It's just it is what it is. But you get to choose. You do. If that's what you choose to do. Yeah, guys, we're just going to we're going to end it there because I can I mean, I just feel like I can scream this one message for days just because I'm really tired of adults (laughs) blaming their childhood. I am. I just really am. I'm tired. of. And partially she's tired about me, too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm tired of her, too. But anyways, (sighs) guys, just. Take responsibility for yourself. Take responsibility for your. I, I can't even give you a better gem of the day because I don't know what else to say about it. Like, grow up. Do that. Grow up and understand that in life, you have a choice and it's only you who can make that choice and nobody else. And that's it. So we'll see you guys. Oh, God, no, the next, this is the last episode. Last episode of the ah, season. This is the last episode of this season, Isn't this ironic? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I can't. Anyways. Well, no, last episode of the season, and then we have the recap. We're doing a recap. Yes, we will be giving you a season one recap. So, guys, again, don't forget, email, tell us at soulyouwersaying.com. So that way we can share your opinions and your comments and your views and your stories with everybody else. Or the questions, because I know we take out a lot of information sometimes for privacy. So there's, we can always chime in more on certain stories. So if you didn't understand something or you want to have a clarification on something, right. you can put that there as well. Yes. So then that way we can 
clarify as much as we can without giving out too much information. Um, and then after season one recap, season two will begin in. We haven't even set that up, but we're we gonna. Haven't? We we oh, haven't no, set this. <laughs> we haven't even. That's Oops. too far. We'll let you know. <laughs> TMI. We will, yeah, we will be taking a little break. Um, yes. Because we have to actually get this content out for you. And uh, we're going to try to, but we won't leave you without content. So you're still going to have something. Right. If you don't follow us on social media, you guys, please follow our Instagram at so.youwersaying. TikTok at so.youwersaying. Facebook at so.youwersaying. <laughs> so.youwersaying. <laughs> or just so you were so saying. So you were saying.com. <laughs> yeah. That's our like, website. That's our website. So you can find all of our social medias. On our website's contact page, um, we are working on the website a little bit. So, you know, if it just if it doesn't look up to par, <laughs> we're not web designers. Working on that. I'm Adora. <laughs> I cannot. So, and I'm sorry that I sound like a stuffed up Chihuahua, but it's just Why what it is. Chihuahua? Okay. I, I know I've been saying elephant all day, but for some reason Chihuahua just popped out. <laughs> but anyways, like always, please do not forget to follow us on. Spotify, on Amazon Music, on Apple Podcasts, on Podbean. Guys, there's notifications that can be added to these um, sites. Yes, that'll be notifications. Yes. So that way you guys know when we release a new episode. It says we don't really... Oh, look at that. A whole book coming out of my nose. I cannot. <laughs> <That's> disgusting. <laughs> Friday, 6 a.m. Friday, you know 6 a.m. You guys will know season one recap is coming out. And then, you know... Set the notifications so that when we do figure out when we're going to drop the next season, you'll be the first to know. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.